For Bills fans. I love you, Dad. By Bills fans. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. This is the BuffaloDown.com podcast, part of the fan-sided sports network. Where else would you rather be? Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. And welcome to this week's edition of the BuffaloDown.com podcast. Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones as we get set for Bills preseason tomorrow from New Era Field at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Our Buffalo Bills will take on the Minnesota Vikings. Alex, how are you tonight? Doing well. How about yourself, Brad? Doing good. Looking forward to just another step towards the uh, the season here. I know I'm, you know, not really in the preseason, but uh, a chance to get some look at things. You know, call it a dress rehearsal, if you will. But uh, you know, chance to just get a couple ideas and what we can expect going into the season. Yeah, you know, it's it's really excited. Uh, after this past Sunday, there won't be a Sunday without Bills football until uh, uh, until hopefully until late February. One would hope here at this point, and uh, tomorrow we get kind of a sneak preview here of uh, what the team's going to look like this year. Uh, One of the big signings that we can't not talk about here is Anquan Bolden, who uh, was not renewed after a one-year contract with the Detroit Lions and comes into Buffalo, a guy who's immediately taken to uh, getting first-team reps out there, Uh, you know, been in the league a long time, was it 14, 15 years? And uh, he's up there in age, but he's a guy who's um, who's been there before, a uh, member of the Cardinals for a long time, a really seasoned veteran here. And, uh, you know, it was disappointing that the Bills couldn't sign Jeremy Macklin. Um, you could call this a consolation if you want, but overall I think uh, this is a tremendous signing for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I completely agree. I think he adds good depth. Um, I think he adds a lot of veteran experience. And I think, uh, to be honest, he adds a lot of things that the Bills were looking for in a veteran wide receiver. And to be honest, he is, I think I said since 2014, he has the most, uh, second most red zone targets um, versus, I think it's, I can't remember, it's either Rob Gronkowski or someone, a really good red zone target. So yeah, about a, a week after he visit, you know, they made him, you know, let him take his time and talk to his family and make sure it was going to work out here. Well, like I said, the uh, the 14-year veteran uh, played college ball at Florida State comes in at 6 foot 1, 220, so uh, a bigger target on the receiving core and uh, like I said, we're both pretty excited for him. Uh, interested to see how much action he'll get tomorrow. Yeah, McDermott said that the starter's going to play through the third quarter. So, you know, it'll, or not third quarter, sorry, first quarter. Um, so it'll probably be um, uh, probably by the middle end of first quarter. He'll probably be in a little bit. But it'll definitely be interesting to see who gets the more uh, starts tomorrow. And just interesting uh, looking at the uh, unofficial depth chart right now. But uh, Sammy Watkins is listed the number one wideout, uh, Andre Holmes and Anquan Bolden and Zay Jones, and then Brandon Tate and Rod Streeter. So, uh, interested in that core here. Uh, see what Philly Brown can do. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've heard a lot of accounts that Andre Holmes has been somewhat disappointing throughout camp so far. Can you add anything to that? Um, honestly, I think it's been a little disappointing. He has He's had some drop problems through camp. 
Um, but uh, honestly, I think it's a little overblown. Camp gets, you know, a lot of times gets blown up. And to be honest, Andre Holmes is a very solid receiver. He is a very solid. He's an exceptional special teams player. So honestly, I don't think that the talk is honestly anything bigger than just camp talk. Yep, and it's you know it's hard to judge when we actually see him take the field tomorrow, and that's something that we do get to look forward to. Um, and it'll be nice. I mean, I think it's toughest to gauge more than anything as the defense at this point because you're not always going against one. So we'll see how much we get out of this team just in the first quarter alone. But, um, you know, there, there's some guys who aren't even playing tomorrow. Um I was trying to see the list here. I think uh, Darius was not set to play. I think uh, Lawson may not play tomorrow. So, you know, take it if you will here. But, uh, you know, after how atrocious the ground defense was last year, I think Bills fans are just ready to see some improvements. Yeah, you know, I, I think that, to be honest, watching camp, I've been a few, I've gone up uh, four practices so far. Um, the defense has looked significantly better. Um, they honestly have looked a step and a half above anybody else so far this year. And is that at all related to maybe the scheme that, you know, Rex comes in, tries to run the 3-4, and, you know, just a year before with Jim Schwartz, they were so successful with a 4-3 that, you know, we saw a step back in 2015 and then 2016 when uh, the Pirate comes to town, uh, brother Rob Ryan, uh, we see the defense even take another step back. Do you really think it's uh, a change in scheme that's been helpful here? Uh, yeah, I really do. Um, you know, also, I think it's that the guys have a little more confidence in this defense. And the thing, a big thing about sports is you got to have confidence because, um, you know, if you're not confident stepping in, if you're constantly overthinking, then you just don't play. Um, you just don't play the game. You play let the play, let the game play you. Um, so I think that is a big thing too, is allowing players to get out there and really just uh, play, let their mind be free, and just go after it. Uh, interested. I've, I've talked all camp long and all preseason here. Just what kind of stuff that we get here out of the uh, Buffalo Bills special teams unit as we lead into the season here. Um, you know, uh, a new kicker here in uh, Stephen Hauschka signed after spending time uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. Colton Schmidt, of course, back again. But interested to see throughout training, training camp, and you've sung the praises of him as uh, Austin Reckow. So uh, seeing what he can do, uh, someone that who can both kick and punt the football. Um, we'll see how much um, play time uh, we see Brandon Tate at special teams. Um but uh, overall, special teams intrigues me going in. Yeah, you know, the special teams battles are some of the biggest. Um, you know, we signed a few guys in the offseason. Um, Cole Anderson, who's still on the physically unable to reform list, uh, will probably be a big special teamer. Um, you know, we have quite a few guys. Uh, Ray Cow is very interesting to me. Right now, he's second on the depth chart in both punting and kicking. Um, but I think that having that dual ability will be a very valuable asset to this team because then you can also, in case Hauschka gets hurt, you can put him at kicker. Um, so, you know, it really is interesting to see how that's going to be one to watch during the games to see how he does. 
Yep, absolutely here. Uh, Taiwan Jones is another guy who was uh, specifically picked up, I think, for more uh, kickoff return and punt return here. So interested to see if he gets any impact probably later in the game tomorrow. Yeah, I was actually talking to a friend of mine who's a big Raiders fan, and um, he was saying that, to be honest with Taiwan Jones, he kept getting edged out in running back just because he's a very fast player, but his skill at running back is sort of subpar. Um, however, what he said was he actually started playing a little defensive back last year, which would be interesting to see, um, you know, if he can sort of transition into a backup defensive back role because as anyone knows, our defensive backfield is a little thin. Not at cornerback. We got some decent depth there, but it's safety. Um, so, But if he makes some plays, he could really push Brandon Tate for uh, his starting job. Yep, well, and we'll have to see. I, I you know, definitely like the signing uh, overall here. Um, but, yep, just a chance to check out some of the depth there. But just because, you know, we see a big performance out of somebody doesn't mean it means anything, you know, coming in, you know, against, you know, second, third, fourth string uh, guys who might not even make the final roster running, whether it be the Vikings or the Bills here. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you're going to be at the game. Uh Tell me a bit about uh, what you're looking forward to just being out there as a fan. Uh, you know, I'm really interested in seeing uh, Yancey Yarborough. Uh, he was a second-year player um, out of, I think, Idaho, maybe. He's a defensive end, and he's second-string defensive end right now over Max Vallis, who a lot of people had pinned going into camp, possibly being a sneak-onto-the-roster kind of guy because he'd been with the Bills for a few, I think it's three years now on the practice squad. So... Um, you know, it's re- going to be really interesting to see sort of the depth positions. That's really what I like to watch when I go to preseason games for depth guys who could make a big impact uh, during the season. Lorenzo Alexander last year was one of the guys who really did well um, in uh, roles during preseason games. So preseason coming up tomorrow versus the Minnesota Vikings. That'll be at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, 6 o'clock Central for folks like me in Texas, who uh, unfortunately I'm not going to be able to watch the game live. I have it taped. I think NFL Network's going to wear it at aired at 3 a.m., so I might uh, you know, work from home on Friday and just sit in front of the couch and take a couple notes here on the side, uh, just because, like you said, I, I want to see some of the depth out of this team here and uh, what we'll get going to presumably uh I, I think we're we're underrated going into this season. We'll we'll talk about preseason rankings and uh, what have you here. But uh, I, I'm interested in to see the depth and how much can it, it can help this team. You know, when we see you know whether it be September, October, November, when we see the injury bug coming to play. Yeah, you know, uh, it'll all depend too because you know some teams get that injury bug real early, which actually I, wouldn't be a terrible thing. Um, if we get a couple of guys, you know, it's it's football, so injuries are bound to happen. We're not speaking in, you know, what ifs. It's it's bound to happen, and it'll just be if it can happen at a position we have some depth at, or a position that may be able to get covered up easily. Weather looks relatively nice for tomorrow. Might be uh, a little cloudy out, but overall, uh, weather should hopefully hold up nice there. I don't think there's any precipitation in the forecast, so uh, not a bad uh, early August or almost mid-August here night in uh, Orchard Park. It looks like temperatures are going to be in the upper 70s, like we said, uh, looking like no chances for precipitation tomorrow. So 
Uh, good night to start things out at the Ralph, and uh, good things to, to gauge here out of this Bills team. Uh, official temp or temperature for kickoff, we're looking at 75 degrees. Actually, some, some light precipitation in the forecast, but other than that, doesn't look like it's going to be real windy, so uh, should be uh, decent weather for first preseason game of the year uh, at New Era Field. Yeah, you know, I'm really excited to see, uh, to be back. I went up for the Thursday, the red, the return of the red and blue. Uh, but unfortunately, we had thunderstorms. We actually had to take shelter um, in the in the concourse um, because of the winter, and it was raining. Uh, I say a good portion of the practice. So you know, it really uh, it'll be nice not to have to think about taking cover while at the uh, Bills Stadium. And like we said, the Buffalo Bills will take on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, with the Vikings, you know, I'm somewhat interested here uh, because, you know, no no uh, Teddy Bridgewater just yet. Uh, interested to see if uh, Mike Zorn is going to go ahead and, you know, play Sam Bradford for an entire quarter, if they're going to, you know, uh, try to, you know, let the, the backup step in tomorrow. But, um, uh, you know, another team that was, you know, just okay last year, Buffalo 7-9, and nine, Minnesota finished the year at 8-8. Eight and eight. But I know their their heart kind of gave out last year. I have quite a few friends that are actually Viking fans that uh, um, it was like the end of the world when Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. And then, lo and behold, right before the season starts, they bring in Sam Bradford, who, you know, I thought performed okay. Um, maybe not great coming down the stretch. But, um, you know, I, I don't take too much in the actual final score or anything of these preseason games. Um, but interested to see, you know, another team that, you know, was – similar record as the Buffalo Bills last year yeah and you know the thing about the Vikings too is they're pretty they're a middling team you know they could be one of those teams that gets lucky and gets a five and you know like a 11 and five record or they could have the opposite they're really going to be one of those teams that is sort of a measuring stick to see how our offense looks against their starting defense they have a pretty good starting defense there Yep, and uh, definitely one of the bread and butter of uh, Mike Zorn, who was known for the defenses he put together as a defensive coordinator in Cincinnati. So good to see uh, him and uh, the Vikings coming into New Era Field tomorrow. Like we said, kickoff coming up at 7 o'clock. It'll be on in western New York. You can also listen uh, on the Bills flagship there, Sports Radio 550 in Buffalo. You can also watch on NFL Game Pass uh, all the preseason games. So if you have a subscription or planning on getting one, you can watch all the live preseason games on that. I, I, I was considering it, but when I thought about how much money I already pay just for NFL Sunday ticket, I, I couldn't put myself to do it. I know. It's just it, it, then the problem with Game Pass is the rewatch of the games is just sometimes such poor quality that it's it's honestly people it's become sort of a on running joke that Game Pass is the only way to watch the NFL uh, while it's you know blurry and out of focus. Yeah, that is true. I will talk about a little bit of uh, rankings and what have you here. Um, some of the power rankings have come out for the NFL. We'll see how true we hold to these here as we are in the early goings as we're just getting into preseason. This is the BuffaloDown.com podcast. Hey, look at that go! 
He could go all the way. Touchdown! 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 The Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout it right now, baby. Come on, come on. Come on and shout. Yeah. Buffalo's happening now. We're on the move now. The fields are happening now. They're making it happen now. We've got the spirit. A lot of spirit, yeah. We've got the spirit. Just watch it happen now. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Okay, guys, where else would you rather be? This is the Buffalo Down Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. And welcome down to the Buffalo Down Draft House Podcast. Brad the Bridge Right Corner, Alex Jones with you here on a Wednesday night. Preparing for the start of uh, preseason here for the Buffalo Bills. Taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Coming up, I keep wanting to call it the Ralph. No, now New Era Field. Uh, like we said, kickoff set for 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central for folks like me here in Texas. Um... We'll see what we get at quarterback tomorrow from Minnesota. We talked about Sam Bradford. Case Keenum, remember him with L.A. last year. He's uh, right now slated as the backup. And uh, looks like Taylor Heinkick. Probably pronouncing that wrong here. Uh, really what I'm interested in, too, is Dalvin Cook um, being uh, in a house of Michigan fans here. Watched him extensively uh, in that Orange Bowl game. And he uh, tore a pretty good defense uh, I wouldn't say to shreds, but he ran through him pretty hard there. That uh, you know, first year without Adrian Peterson, uh, full time there. So I'm interested to see uh, Dalvin Cook coming in here for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, you know, it, it should be fun to see. He's being touted as the best skill player out of Florida State ever. Um, so he's got some pretty big shoes to fill there. I believe Warwick Dunn was a Florida State player. Um, they've had a lot of good players from Florida State. Nick O'Leary. <laughs> um, and to be honest, Darby. it is. Yeah, Dar- well, uh, yeah. And so it, it'll be interesting to see uh, what's going on with him because when you hear that much hype from a player who's haven't even taken NFL snap yet, you, you start to really uh, get interested in it. And, yeah, I, I, I can say so. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with you 100% there is, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook was phenomenal. And, yeah, like you said, he's been touted as probably one of the best skilled players to come out of there. Um, just curious, are you hearing, is, uh, is Shady McCoy expected to get any playing time tomorrow night? 
I haven't seen anything to likewise that he's not going to be playing. Um, it's said that all the starters will be playing, so I'm guessing it's him. Sammy's also going to be playing um, a good amount there. I believe the exact uh, paraphrasing here, the quote from McDermott said that we're going to be playing all skill players. It'll just vary depending on position and having uh, different combinations coming in with the first team offense. Now, you'll be posting much on Twitter while you're at the game tomorrow? I actually don't uh, get on social media while watching the game just because, to be honest, I, I like watching football too much. You know, I'm too much into the game itself. So I honestly just, uh, even during games, I, I don't post on social media just because I'm watching um, everything. Where I sit, I sit end zone because I like the, like basically I sit where the, you know, similar to the all 22 view. So I get to watch all the substitutions and everything going on. So, you know, I really like to watch the game. So I don't really post much on social media afterwards, I will. But while I'm at the game, not so much. Okay, makes sense there. You know, it's one thing if you're you're sitting in the press box or something along those lines. But if you're, you know, just sitting there and trying to watch the game, no, absolutely makes great sense there. So we'll, uh, we'll look forward to kickoff tomorrow. Uh, like we said, 7 o'clock from New Era Field. Um, other things that you're uh, looking forward to seeing in this game here, Alex? Uh, the ki- uh, I'm trying to think of a few. Uh, the safeties are going to be interesting to me. Uh, Bakari Rambo, uh, Shmuel, uh, Shmuel uh, Gray. Um, there's a few guys back there that will be interesting to Micah see Hyde. how that battle. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that battle for the backup safeties sort of shakes out. All right, well, make sure to follow us on social media. Like we said, not during the game, probably. At least not Alex there. Uh, you can follow him at St. Alex Jones. Follow me at Bills Bruiser. Follow us at Buffalo Down. You can also like us on Facebook.com slash Buffalo Down. Read our work here at BuffaloDown.com. Looking forward to start of preseason. It's tomorrow. Bills take on the Vikings. This is the Buffalo Down Draft House Podcast. This has been the BuffaloDown.com podcast, part of the Fan Sided Sports Network, an R Street Media production.